0: Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. In an effort to address Hamilton's homelessness problem, the city of Hamilton is proposing to work with nonprofit organizations to turn five city-owned parking lots and vacant properties into affordable housing. And these locations are located in the east end, the north end, Stony Creek, even up on the mountain. Here to talk about it is Graham Cubitt, the director of projects and development at Indwell. Graham, good
1: morning. How are you today? Yeah, good morning, Rick. I'm great. Thanks.
0: Your thoughts on this idea?
1: It's a great idea. It's a it's a long time coming, sort of conversation that's evolved over time. Uh, but uh, fantastic to have city staff and and council looking at you know using land that we don't need for city purposes anymore for the housing crisis. So it's a it's a great idea overall.
0: Why? Yeah. I, I agree. It's a great idea. And you say it's a long time coming. Why has this sort of thing taken so long?
1: You know, the city has a lot of properties and I think sometimes it's just what's the priority for today. It's never really to look at the whole inventory and sort of do a theoretical study of what's possible on all the different sites. Uh, but a couple of years ago uh, that started to happen and you know, the real urgency of the housing crisis has become apparent to everybody. So I think it's you know now surfacing as like a, a priority and leaning into it with gic's decision last week so yeah it's great to see some momentum in that direction
0: is uh, indwell going to be participating in this process
1: you know the city talked to us about the five different sites uh, that were on on the radar um indwell is part of the hamilton is home coalition so it was through that coalition uh that the conversations were had with the city um, each of the sites has some merit uh, and for different organizations, different sites may be more suited. So, sure, there's a there's one or two there that Indwell would be interested in, in you know, creating supportive housing, particularly. Um, but all of the sites that are identified, uh, are definitely have potential for within the coalition as supportive or affordable housing.
0: When it comes to the timeline, these are vacant lands or or parking lots right now that aren't being used. How soon can we get affordable housing uh, in this process?
1: That's to be worked out I would say right now the report didn't have sort of a mechanism to say how quickly those could be developed the key mechanism is uh, you know ownership and and all of that obviously but uh, there's also sort of how the funding from the city or the property from the city can be so called monetized or you know how do you count that as part of the co-investment that the federal uh, CMHC co-investment program requires so because we haven't worked out you know which organization would be interested in a specific site or an actual business plan for that project yet. I, I would say it's a few months before that gets going, but I mean, ideally all of these sites, if we all cooperated in the same direction could have something happening by the end of the year.
0: So this potentially could begin by the spring and maybe have some units, as you just said, by the end of next year.
1: I would love to see this conversation advance to action uh, by this spring.
0: What are some of the costs associated with this? How does this work cost wise?
1: Well, I don't know today's, uh, you know, sort of market value per unit, but, uh, you know, in the peak of the pricing sort of bubble, uh, maybe a year ago, two years ago, land was starting to get up 20, 30,000 per unit would be sort of a deal, you'd think. Now it's, you know, getting into 40. Sometimes people are even wanting 50,000 per unit, which is like ridiculous. So if it was a 20 unit building, you know, that'd be a million dollar land value. That's a real, uh, real cost savings to the, Nonprofit not having to buy that land or that's a real benefit to the city and being able to contribute that land as their contribution to making affordable housing happen so that's the starting point and then from there you know there's all the fees and everything and bill 23 has upended a lot of that but um, you know there's just a a lot of pieces of the puzzle that have to fit together and really it's about partnership how can we as not-for-profits in a sense, partner with the city to achieve the outcomes our community needs.
0: Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, Graham Cubitt, the Director of Projects and Development at Inwell. We're talking about the city proposing to work with uh, organizations like Inwell to turn five city-owned parking lots and vacant properties into affordable housing. Um, these are not tiny shelters, though, right? Like this would be... No, multi permanent housing.
1: Say yeah, that again? Permanent housing, real buildings, uh, you know, for the long term, real apartments... Uh, real land value you know bricks and mortar um, the key for ending homelessness is supportive housing uh, we need to build permanent housing that has supports embedded right into it uh, that can take many different shapes sizes forms uh, demographics but uh, you know sheds in a parking lot or, or or tents that are sort of sanctioned on a site is is kind of like triage you need to have it but uh, you know that's not really healthcare. so how do we create the permanent solutions i think the other thing is that with the affordable housing strategy and what the city's doing with this land is you know a lot of these are parking lots that are you know maybe parking some cars but uh, they really are functioning at a very sort of like utilitarian level and how can we sort of value value add the use of that land really and you know they're in great great neighborhoods walkable communities uh, places where people want to live so um, you know the reality is that people who are experiencing homelessness right now, aren't homeless people. They are people without homes. And, you know, as soon as they have a home, they're no longer homeless. And and the reality is that most people can put their life back together when given the right support. So we'd love to see these sites and many others actually, uh, become part of a longer term solution.
0: In our final minute together, is there any guesstimate on how many affordable housing units can be built on these five spaces? And could this be the start of something big?
1: Well, I think it could be. Uh, there's uh, some small sites here, but you know the one site that we weren't really uh, involved in the discussion on was 171 Maine, and uh, that site actually has potential for two, maybe even 300 units. Um, we've written to the city, or, or at least those who wrote the report, and Councillor uh, Councillor who's the Ward Councillor for that that site, saying, "Hey, let's not throw away that opportunity to think about that as an affordable housing strategy as well, because we need we need a lot of apartments that rent for a thousand dollars. We need a lot of apartments that rent." even at market rates. Um, and so as nonprofits, you know, we're pretty creative. We're, we're able to use the national housing strategy. We can see how CMHC can come to the table. There's five sites downtown, just in the downtown zone that could build over a thousand apartments, you know, probably starting in, within a year. So why don't we look at some of those city-owned sites as well, in addition to some of these like little surplus parcels.
0: Yeah, let's get going. Graham, really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining us and uh, good luck with us.
1: Anytime, and thanks very much, Rick.